Welcome to another episode of Sotelio, the Hotelier's podcast for social media and local marketing management. My name is Andy, and in this episode of Sotelio, we're going to cover posting frequency, social analytics, and actionable data points. And now, from the Excellence in Podcast Studios, it's time for another episode of Sotelio. If you'd like to get in touch with the crew here at Sotelio, it's pretty easy to do. You can email us at hello at Sotelio, that's S-O-T-E-L-L dot I-O. You can follow us on Twitter at Hello Sotelio, or find us over there on Facebook at Hello Sotelio. It's a pretty safe bet that you already use Amazon for your online shopping. I know I do. And by just visiting Sotelio slash Amazon, you can help out the show here. It all works exactly the same. You pay exactly the same price. Just a little bit of that comes back to us reminding you to do your online shopping on Amazon. Remember, that's S-O-T-E-L-L dot I-O slash Amazon. Knowing how much your business should post is vitally important. Too little, and you seem uninterested. Too much, and you seem either desperate or ambivalent towards your audience's time. Either of those can be detrimental to your business. The answer to the question of how often should I post really depends on the platform that you're posting on. And I do not recommend anything that cross-posts from one social media platform to the other. Duplicate content, in my opinion, is a waste of time. Now, speaking as a business... For Facebook, I would post about once every hour during business hours. Unless there's some kind of a special event or just something out of the ordinary happening at your property. When those moments happen, posting rules go out the window. Just post as much as possible during those special events. Now for Twitter, I do about the same. A minimum of once an hour for business hours. Keeping in mind that you can and should tweet about things happening inside your property. Is the breakfast bar open? Take a picture of those hot, steamy waffles and let your followers know it's time for breakfast. Did you just reach occupancy? Tweet that out as well. Photo sites like Instagram or Pinterest post away as you see fit. Awesome photos of your property are always a good thing. Now, for the photo sites, if you prefer to make those posts like once a week in bulk, then that's fine to do. Regardless of what your posting frequency is, keep it consistent and watch your analytics. If your numbers seem to be dropping, you may want to slow down the posting frequency a bit. If they're climbing, you're on to something. Keep it up. If the numbers are growing, you can continue to push that frequency up a bit. Ultimately, your audience will dictate the frequency at which you post, so it's important to listen to what the data has to say. Speaking of data, each of the major social media outlets provides a basic analytic system for free to its user base. This allows a user to get a better feel of not only how their posts are doing, but what their audience looks like and how the account is doing overall. 
No, I don't do anything unless I can track it. I'm a data junkie. I look at the data that's being collected, I adjust and I plan according to what the data set has to offer. It's a strategy that works for me and all of my customers. Don't be overwhelmed if you're looking at the analytics for the first time either. There's a ton of information being presented at once to the end user. I recommend new customers focus on one thing at a time. If you wanted to see how many posts you're averaging for the month or how many followers or subscribers you have, that's a whole lot easier to discern if you just focus on that aspect to begin with. Now, once you've got that information, then you can start to piece things together. If, for example, you were posting about three times a week last month, you had about 100 followers, and this month you stepped it up and you were posting three times a day, and your followers increased by a couple hundred, you could easily conclude that the information you're sharing is relevant to your audience and that your audience is growing based on that information that you're sharing. And while that's all well and good, there's a more important piece of social media marketing, and that's engagement. Your analytics page will show you exactly how many people your posts engaged. In other words, they did something. They liked it. They retweeted it. They favored it. They clicked on a link. They took some kind of action based on your post. And that is the most important piece. You're going to want to look at good metrics and bad metrics. They each have something to teach you about your social media campaign. Now, knowing what changes to make based on the information gleaned from the social analytics, well, that's where experience comes into play. With the Sotelio Resort Spotlight, we have five categories. Each of these categories is worth 20 points. For a total of 100 points, it is completely subjective to the guest. And uh, in that case, that is me. So the five areas we're going to look at is our check-in process, room documentation, local guide, social engagement, and direct marketing. So for 20 points on this check-in process, was the check-in process clean? Was it welcoming? Was it easy? Was it informative? Was it fast? The check-in process that I had at this particular property was non-existent. We arrived at 5 p.m. and the office closed at 4. So for the process, what they did was left our name, as well as the name of other guests, the last name, written on a white piece of paper taped to the office window with our room number right next to it. Our room was then left unlocked with our keys and parking instructions inside the room on our kitchen counter. The following day, the office was also closed with no information about why or when it would be open again. We had instructions to check in the following morning by 11 o'clock if we arrived on property after 4.30. However, the following day, the office was also closed. To add to everything, uh, our room number was also non-existent on the room. It was an odd room number, and odds were on one side, and evens were on the other side of the property. Uh, 
So we had just to guess that between the two particular room numbers that were labeled, we would find ours. It was a little disconcerting walking into an empty room, unlocked, not 100% knowing if it was yours or not. Room documentation, what we're referring to is what items we have in the room, the amenities, and how to operate them. Original documentation is always a plus and is always welcomed. We had a regular coffee machine, microwave oven, refrigerator, stove, television with cable, and a DVD. The only thing with any kind of documentation was the DVD player, and I cannot honestly remember the last time I even purchased a DVD, let alone bring one on vacation. There was a channel guide, which was nice. However, it had notes on it from previous tenants and was inaccurate, so it was completely unusable outside of possibly making additional notes on it that we might have. There was also a telephone in the room with no documentation on how to use it, whether or not we needed to press 8 for an outside line or that type of thing. But you know what? Didn't really matter because the phone didn't even work. So for documentation, we're going to give them a whopping 5 points because they did have documentation for a DVD player. For the check-in process, we can give them five points because they did leave us at least instructions on what to do. They didn't leave us completely in the dark. A local guide in the room. What we're referring to here is how the guest is going to be interacting with the property during their stay. And also how they're going to be interacting with the local area. So information like how to access the internet, what the property's website is, if the property has a Twitter or Facebook or any other social media presence and what that is, any recommended local restaurants, national food chains, local attractions, local websites for the area, if there's any other information about local shops or attractions that might have seasonal hours, and also any little hidden gems that may not make it to anybody else's website, but as the person who lives in the area, the property owner is aware of these little local hidden gems. Those are always fun to have. Although the location I stayed at is a beach resort in a touristy area, there was no local guide available in the room. A huge missed opportunity here for a lot of reasons. You know, luckily we figured out what we wanted to do by Googling and finding things online, which was, you know, a lot of people will do, but you're not going to find the most important things there. Sadly, what we did not know is that since we are here in uh, the week before Christmas and that this is a beach town, everything's seasonal. So the majority of things that we would have enjoyed to do were not available to us because they were closed. Restaurants, attractions, cruises. There were just simply things we couldn't do because, as I said, they were closed. And that would have been nice to have known either ahead of time or when we got to the room so we could plan otherwise. Luckily, uh, it's a smaller area, so we didn't waste a lot of gas driving around finding all these closed spots. So for the local guide, that's a complete zero there. So if you're keeping score, we're up to 10 points for this location. Social engagement. What I'm referring to here is if there's any kind of engagement from the property management to the tenant about photos they've taken, uh, maybe they 
took a picture of the local attraction, did they give them a hashtag to publish it with? Say, hey, next time you take a photo, or when you do, like, hey, when you take a picture, don't forget to use our hashtag. And you give them a local hashtag that you happen to be using. Or if the local property management has asked the guest to review the property on Google My Business, or Yelp, or any other location. Did the local property management get the guest's Twitter information? Hey, do you have a Twitter? We're on Twitter. We're active on Twitter. If you have a Twitter, let us know what it is. We'll retweet if you use this particular hashtag. We'll let people know you're here. We'll just do our thing. As the local establishment, that's kind of a neat, powerful tool to have. And, of course, if the uh, guest was asked to like the location on Facebook, always a huge thing there, too. Engagement with the property management at this establishment uh, consisted of all of maybe 30 seconds when they were finally open. And that was for me having to go into the office to try to find out what the local resources were for Wi-Fi since internet connectivity was non-existent. We're in a beachy area. The Wi-Fi devices I had with me both. I had one, two competing networks I carry with me, neither of which had a strong signal here. The Wi-Fi information was not published. In fact, the piece of paper that we had said it was provided by a third party. However, they did not give us who that third party was, and we could not find the third party uh, around. So as it turns out, they do provide Wi-Fi at this location, but you have to go to management and ask them what it is. So for social engagement, this property receives a zero. Direct marketing opportunities. This is one of the biggest untapped resources that establishments fail to, uh, to capitalize on. Checking in on the guests. It's very simple to do. Ask them how their stay is going. Is there anything they might need? Once that conversation takes place, there are so many doors that automatically open up. Property knows roughly how long a guest will be in town. And there's so many business and marketing opportunities that present themselves with this information. Restaurants, attractions, shopping, excursions, like tours or cruises or yoga classes or anything else, the local property can make business deals with other local businesses and get money back in their pockets, get kickbacks for sending a week's worth of business to another establishment. As an example, uh, my wife and daughter both do yoga, and we are less than 100 yards from a beach in this location. Sunrise yoga might have been a thing. I understand, again, it's seasonal. We're here the week before Christmas. However, we did find a yoga establishment at a boardwalk location not too far from here. It's a missed business opportunity for that yoga location not to interact with the hundreds of hotels along this area to contact and let them know that they provide a yoga class you know, for their guests. At least make that available, that option available to them. The same goes for restaurants and attractions. Maybe a 20% off coupon. Something to get somebody in the door. Something the property can provide to the guest in order to entice them to visit some of the local, some of the local restaurants and attractions in the area. Again, since any interaction with property management was non-existent, they get a zero on this one as well. Not even sure if they tried to call the room because, like I said, our phone didn't work. So we did give them some points for the check-in process, for documentation, 
They did not receive anything for the local guy in the room, no social engagement, no direct marketing opportunities whatsoever. I believe this location then got about a 20% on a scale of 100. All that means is that there is vast room for improvement. Engage with your customers, engage with your guests, engage with local businesses around your area. Let them know who you are, let them know what your occupancy is, and let them know that they've got a captive audience waiting for something to do. So that'll wrap up my Sotelier Resort Spotlight for this week. Now, before we get into the next topic, I need to make a quick distinction between analytics and social data. Some people have used the term synonymously, and I don't feel that's correct. Analytics is based off the information and actions that you've already created through engagements. Social data is information you can collect and do something about to guide your social media campaigns. So social media is more of our big roadmap, while analytics allows us to fine-tune the course we're on. Actionable social data points come from all over the place. The weather forecast is one. Tourism projection numbers, social media postings from other people, emails, trip reservations, yearly patterns, all these are social data points. The Facebook advertising algorithm takes actionable social data points to an amazing extreme. For example, if someone posts about getting a promotion at work, they'll start seeing cars and homes and other luxury items in their newsfeed. Why? Because Facebook knows if someone just got a promotion, they're more likely to be interested in upgrading their lifestyle as well. We can't forget Google. They do a fantastic job with this as well. Book a hotel stay somewhere, get the confirmation in your Gmail account, and Google will add it to your calendar for you. Now, depending on how far away and what that destination is, you'll start seeing advertising for airfare, for trip insurance, and a myriad of other related items. Now, we're not Google and we're not Facebook, but we can still leverage some of the social data points available to us and steer our social media marketing campaigns accordingly. Local event listings are a huge source for potential guests. If I know there's going to be an event within close proximity to my property, you can bet I'm going to make that part of my social media campaign. I'm going to start those campaigns as soon as I know the date of the event. And I'm not advertising the event. Sure, I'll mention it, but I'll leave the advertising of that event up to them. What I'm going to be talking about is things surrounding that event. Like a map from my property to them, so you can see how easy it is to get there. A picture of the location, so they can see what it looks like. Travel options to and from. Is there a shuttle, taxi, Uber? Is that the best way? Do I have an Uber code I could give them? Food and meal options surrounding the event. So let's say I'm posting all this information about an event three months from now. I'm posting pictures. I'm posting maps, restaurants, other attractions, and things to do around the event. Nightlife. And I notice my engagement is going up. And so is my occupancy rate. So I tailor my message a bit about capacity of my property. But I continue to post things surrounding the event. So I may say something like, rooms are going fast, only a few left. Only a few prime locations left. Best spots are going quickly. Whatever I might do to create that sense of urgency. 
All the while, I'm becoming the source of social information surrounding the event. Now, remember, we're going to let the event market themselves, and they'll do a fantastic job at that, hopefully. I'm more concerned about providing the surrounding information that the guest may find useful. And at the same time, I'm just happening to promote myself in the process. It's all a matter of being connected to what is happening around my property. Even if I'm in the middle of nowhere, there are still social data points available. The weather, traffic, road conditions, coupons, and those little nuggets of information that nobody else will know. Like where the best meatloaf in town is. These social data points make you the obvious expert and will bring guests to your property. Keep in mind that we're just scratching the surface of the topics that we've covered in this episode and that there is so much more to each of them. We'll be certain to revisit these topics on future episodes of Sotelio. If you do have any questions or would like further information about anything we've covered in this episode, you can email the show at hello at Sotelio. That's H-E-L-L-O at S-O-T-E-L-L dot I-O. And we'll be glad to help you out. want to let you know that you have resources available to help you see a return in the social media and local marketing realm. I have spent years developing my approach in this niche, and I continue to revise my strategy as times and technology continue to evolve, and I can put my knowledge and expertise to work for you. To get more information on everything Sotelio has to offer, just head on over to Sotelio today. That's S-O-T-E-L-L dot I-O. And thanks for listening to Sotelio, the hotelier's podcast for social media and local marketing management. Until next time, may your ADR be ever increasing. <laughs>